0: Rise, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past, the snow is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, and the sound of the morning dove is heard in the land. From the Song of Solomon, revised main version. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the almanac for April 5th to 12th, 2013, the new pink moon. Here's a field and forest report. First, as the sun accomplishes its conquest of winter, The buds on red maples are swelling and showing their dark crimson colors, while pussy willows and poplar catkins are waiting for some warm weather to carry their golden pollen from tree to tree. Yellow colts' foot and crocuses, the first showy flowers of spring, are coming into bloom in sheltered places, and we'll be seeing bluets in the mountain meadows any day now. Saltwater report tiny glass eels or elvers anguilla rostrata are running into the mouths of rivers and streams. These are tiny transparent creatures smaller than a minnow with huge dark eyes and a barely visible spine ending in a brain that is little larger than the head of a pin and yet somehow contains a vast catalog of genetic memory allowing these fragile fishes to navigate all the way from the North Atlantic where they were born to freshwater estuaries and upstream to the lakes or ponds whence their ancestors came, but where these infants have never been. Now how do they find their way and what drives them? a global positioning system that was old when the dinosaurs walked. And then after a decade or more, the eels run downstream to the sea again and swim against the Gulf Stream to return to the Sargasso Sea in the North Atlantic gyre. As they leave fresh water, they stop eating, and their guts gradually dissolve as they journey to the place they were spawned, surviving on nothing but their own bodies. (coughs) An eel is miracle enough. Here's a rank opinion. According to most studies, worldwide eel populations have been in decline for at least the past 30 years. And the price of Maine elvers to be shipped to Asia reached $2,600 per pound last year. The high price is due to the complete collapse of Asian eel numbers due to overfishing there. We may be headed in the same direction. Why not stop the American eel fishery now before it's too late? Here's a mountain report. In the old growth woods around the summit of Awanajo, there's still plenty of snow and ice. It's old snow, littered with bits of lichen and bark, tufts of spruce and fir needles, twigs, leaves, moss, cone scales animal droppings and the occasional bit of fur or feather left by the battering of many storms through a long hard winter as the old snow melts these leavings of death slowly make their way back down to whence they came to replenish the ground of life for coming generations so that the cycle can be repeated All across the face of the mountain, nothing needs to remain dead for long, nothing needs to remain useless or idle, because the great enterprise of life puts everything quickly back to work. In coming days, all the detritus of a long winter will become food for the soil, the largest living being on earth, from whose body we all come, upon which we all feed, and to which we all return. It's a sparse soil up there, thin and sour and young, laid up over only 10,000 years since the last glacier retreated. But it's rich enough to feed the boreal forest and all of its creatures year after year and to provide us with food and fuel through the long, dark winters. And now it awakens to continue its labors of love. And finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you this week from T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain.